All right. Welcome to uh, what's called Wild Card Weekend Picks episode. Got White and Daniel here. So we're going to do all six games. What game just right off the bat are you guys most excited for if you had to pick one? I'm, I'm most excited for uh, tomorrow morning, Colts Bills. You know, uh, obviously I'm a Phillip Rivers guy, so I'm, I'm curious. I haven't really been able to see him play a full game this whole season, so I'm curious to watch uh, him play. But also, I'm just, I think the Bills, you know, I think a lot of people are starting to attach themselves to them because they look pretty good right now. They've been rolling these past few weeks. So I want to see if they're able to, you know, keep that pace up. And I know Stefan Diggs and uh, Kyle Cole Beasley, rather, are um, questionable for that game. So obviously, whether those guys play or not, it's going to make a big difference. So I think that's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, like Wyatt said, the Bills are definitely rolling. Um, I don't see it uh, that being really that close, honestly, and this is why. I think I expect Diggs to play. It's the playoffs, right? I mean, I, I would be shocked if he didn't play. Um, and I just think because it's going to be in Buffalo, uh, Rivers, I don't think he's going to play that well in the cold. Uh, if you look at his last two games in the cold, uh, it was against uh, Cleveland and Chicago. Both have really poor performances. Uh, as far as uh, touchdown to interception ratio and just QBR uh, as that go. Um, so I just, I think Rivers is in a struggle. He already moves extremely stiff and it, he moves like he's like 60 already inside the pocket. So I think when it, when it's colder out, uh, that's only going to affect him more. Honestly, that's a reality. Uh, you can't like, you know, you can't, you can't say like uh, playing inside a dome versus playing outside in the cold is the same. So I feel like he's in a struggle. Uh, I expect on the struggle. The Bills' defense is playing a lot better over the last four or five games, and the Bills have been rolling. Really, they're nine and one over the last ten, and their only loss was to uh, the the Arizona Hail Mary. So if you take that out of the picture, they're really ten- like they're just rolling. They have the most the, the most momentum rolling into the playoffs at any team. So uh, I really like the Bills here. Uh, I think they're minus six and a half right now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so we can yeah, start. I mean, that's, that's the first game. I was yeah. taking the bill. I'm taking the Bills too. I was just saying this is the game I was most looking forward to. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I think it's. I mean, it, it should be entertaining just to see how Josh Allen does and if he can continue that. How, how well he's been playing during the regular season. If he can continue that into uh, the postseason, will be interesting. But yeah, I got the Bills here minus six and a half. Yeah. All right. So we're all all going with the Bills. I would say this is the game I'm most excited for too, just because. It's like the Bills have all this history of just crazy collapses in the playoffs, and now they – I mean, I think there's people out there who think they're the best you – know, like the team to beat right now in the entire league just For based sure. off how they've been playing recently. So it's just just Bills' luck to get, you know, the best uh, wildcard team, though, like an 11-5. and five. What are the Colts, like the seven seed, right? Yeah, seven yeah. seed. But yeah, uh, last seed Wyatt, what's your, what's your rebuttal to, to the Phillip Rivers slander? Well, I mean, you know, I got a Philip Rivers, he hasn't exactly blown anyone's socks off this season, you know, but he's played pretty well at times. Um, you know, I don't, I haven't really looked into the cold weather stats as Daniel has, but I know that, for example, that Cleveland game this year, that was like a crazy win game. They, no one threw the ball in that game at all. So I'm not going to make too much of it. I know Rivers is a tough ass. He's a guy who played a, uh, an AFC championship game with a torn ACL. So I know he's a tough motherfucker. He's from the East Coast. So. He's not like he's never been in cold weather before. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. Like you said, though, David, the Bills, I think it's been like 20 years since the Bills have won a playoff game or something crazy like that. So, uh, this is a huge game for them um, as a team. But, uh, no, I think it's going to be a close game. I think Rivers is going to show out regardless. And uh, this could be his last game, too. So, you know, you got to factor that into it. I think this is a guy that's he's hungry to win, and uh, we'll see. Do you think Rivers should retire though if he loses, or do you think he's got one more? Do you think he should play one more season? 
I mean, if, if he wants to play and the Colts are willing to have him, then I think he should play. I mean, he said he's not going to go to another team. So if the Colts, you know, they tell him that they want to move on from him, I think he's kind of forced to retire. But I think a lot of – Based I mean, on his performance, though. What do you yeah, think? based on his performance, I mean – Yeah, like the way he looks. Dude. I, I think just he's think, like, been better he than – looks like he's so old out there, bro. I mean, dude, that's how he's – he's always looked like that, though. I mean, he's <laughs> like an awkward, like, yeah. athletic, like, runner or anything like that. I mean, he's still making throws. Um he hasn't, like I said, he hasn't had a great season, but the Colts don't throw the ball a lot. They're kind of like a run-heavy team, and in the style of offense that they have, they just kind of need a game manager that could is smart and make plays. So I think I see no reason why he can't play again next season. It probably really depends how he looks in this game. Like if he – Yeah, totally. If they no, lose by like 20 and he has a terrible game, then yeah, – Yeah, then I think that's going to go a long way toward him retiring. But again, like you said, if they get to the AFC Championship game, I could totally see him coming back. And then the other thing is, you know, if the Colts want to bring in a young quarterback, I know they drafted a guy, Jacob Eason, last year. But, you know, Rivers as a mentor for a season wouldn't be the worst thing. So, yeah. If he was down, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing with the, the Colts is they've gotten – they just run the ball now. Like, that's, you know, what they want to do. But this Bills offense has been – I mean, the Bills Electric. have had the best offense, even better than the Chiefs the past, like, six weeks probably. So, oh, if they the get Colts down, like, league. 10 points, then the Colts can't just hand the ball off. And then it really will be what can what can Phillip do at this – No, know, for sure. Situation. I think, you know, there's been a lot of credit has been given to the Colts' defense. But in all honesty, they've been pretty bad at times. Like, they've had their moments where they've looked dominant. They've got good individual players like uh, Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner. But I think – as a whole, like, you know, they gave up 28 points to Pittsburgh in, like, a quarter and three-plus minutes. <laughs> they didn't have a great week last week versus the Jags. So, I think they're going to have to step up uh, big time, too, if they're going to have any chance of winning this game. Yeah. It's just – I think – so, we're all going with Buffalo, though, right? Yeah. Six and a half. Yeah, definitely. Okay. The only thing that worries me is, as good as Josh Allen has been, I still just have PTSD from the playoff game last exactly. year. It was the same game, like, the early Saturday game, I think, and just – that one play where he just was getting tackled and I don't know what he tried to lateral it to nobody and just threw the ball. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, uh, hopefully, I mean, I'm interested to see how, if he can continue uh, playing as well as he, as he has during the regular season instead of the playoffs, you know, cause yeah. it is different even without a crowd and stuff. I mean, I know they're playing at home, but I mean, no, yeah, there's, there's, can you guys guess just if you had to guess really quickly, how much these tickets are going for 10,800 bucks for the cheapest tickets for that game. What? <laughs> limited capacity you're yeah. shitting me dude well because it, it, it's demand i mean supply oh. demand dude but yeah, think yeah, about that's crazy when's the last time the bills have ever had a team this good like it might have been thir- like 25 years 30 years like, yeah i ever. mean i just assumed all buffalo bills fans didn't have ten thousand dollars to spare <laughs> maybe that's just that's wrong of me <laughs> thought they spent it all on tables because they're just breaking. <laughs> yeah exactly second game of the day ram seahawks this game i mean what do we know? Like, did we we kind of talked about it before we started recording, but uh, what do we know or what do we think is happening with the Rams quarterback situation? Yeah, so I think um, I think Goff is going to start, even though there's some uncertainty, but you don't know if they're playing into the fact that they don't want to let Pete Carroll know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I listened to Sean McVay and Jared Goff talk about it uh, in their press conference. And um, Sean McVay was saying Jared Goff had a, a pretty good practice today, you know, limited, but he, he showed strength and, and – um, it kind of seems like it's going to be up to Goff as far as his injury goes. And then Goff was kind of talking uncertainly. Like, he was just like, oh, I don't know. Kind of depends if I'm going to be ready. But the way his tone was, like, very uncertain. But you don't know. That's kind of how he talks all, all the time. So um, I, I feel like it could also be a ploy as far as not to let Pete Carroll know. But regardless, this game is going to be extremely tough. Um, they're one and one on the season. 
uh, Pete Carroll has an extremely really good record as far as wild card uh, playoff goes. I feel I think I heard some ridiculous stat today that he has the highest winning percentage as far as uh, first round playoffs go um, because he's in them all the time. And you would expect it to be Belichick, but Belichick always has the buy yeah. as far as uh, the wild card goes. Um, but yeah, so I think that this game's really going to come down to the run game. Um, as far as Seahawks defense goes, Jamal Adams is going to play, which is going to be a big impact. Uh, as far as the, that goes, because he is the captain, all pro safety. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's going to come down to the run game. We need Cam Akers to be extremely uh, productive on the ground. Uh, they're going to mix it up, um, obviously, with Malcolm Brown as well. And uh, we need Aaron Donald on that front four to really dominate his matchups. He's probably going to be double teamed a lot, but he needs to really stop the game because the run game, as far as the Seahawks goes. And last point is. Uh, Jalen Ramsey just shut down DK, Matt, DK Metcalf in both of their uh, matchups this year. Uh, I don't know what the stats are on it, but he, I think it's something ridiculous where Metcalf has like under like a, like three or four catches in both matchups combined. He's like four four catches total for like forty. Right, it's something it's something crazy. So if Ramsey can take Metcalf out of the game and, and Donald can control the front, um, we we really have a shot. Uh, I'm a big. I really like the Rams here. I'm a big Rams fan. I don't really like the Rams here. I'm just going to root for them because that's what I do. So plus three here. Uh, but yeah, in order the, in order for this to happen, Donald and Ramsey have to play amazing, which they have all season. They have to continue that. And Goff, if he plays, just no turnovers. This guy has been uh, – someone wrote in the paper, uh, uh, one of the L.A. Times writers, I think he wrote that uh, Jared Goff was the West Coast James Winston, and uh, it's not far off. So he just needs to not turn the ball over. That's really what needs to happen. Dude, Jared Goff wishes he was James Winston. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think I like Seattle in this game. Um, to me, the Rams offense it just had – I know obviously Goff didn't play last week, but even extending beyond that, this offense just hasn't really had any flow to it. Um, I know they've been – trying to run the ball and they've found some success recently with cam Akers, um but i just think at the end of the day as good as this defense can be at times it's going to be tough to keep up with russell wilson because uh you know they're going to score some points regardless and i just i don't really trust the rams to score 23 24 plus points in this game and i think seattle could easily get there um at the end of the day it's it's russell wilson versus jared goff or potentially not even jared goff so obviously if jared goff starts i don't, I don't think the rams have any chance in this game whatsoever but um yeah i think i think seattle takes you think they have more of a shot if uh wolford starts no i i said they have no chance whatsoever oh did i say i said if jared if goff said if doesn't he starts no i said if he doesn't start oh uh, my, my bad i thought you said no. if he starts that's no, a good i mean that's like a tough question though who do they have I mean, a shot with? no i mean obviously they have a better shot with jared goff i don't think yeah. that's close i, I mean uh, well it's just because of his thumb so that, like people are concerned about the accuracy you know because it's like with his honest throwing hand as well yeah. oh, uh yeah. I mean, obviously, if it wasn't on his throwing hand, it wouldn't be. It would be a non-factor. But uh, the, my whole thing too is Jerichov is has a pretty good record against uh, Seattle, uh, like surprisingly. So I feel like he's kind of got that experience, and I, I yeah. hopefully he can use that and not freeze up in the playoffs. And yeah, no, I mean, I also just think Seattle's yeah, Seattle's defense I think is playing better. Obviously, they're not a great defense, but um, anytime you have like a player like Jamal Adams, that like presents a certain amount of threat toward the quarterback so i mean jared goff he's just too easy to make look uncomfortable out there um yeah i just don't i don't see it from the rams i do think they have a great defense but unfortunately it'll probably go to waste um so i like seattle here i think this was the hardest uh, this is top two hardest games to pick fuck i mean i'm still trying to debate i i think i'm going with the rams just because of that defense and yeah, daniel you mentioned the sean mcveigh and the rams they just have a good record against seattle 
in recent years for whatever reason. Yeah, they do. I don't know if it's just matchup wise or if it's coaching styles or what, but yeah, they definitely do. Um, just like the 49ers has ours number, we kind of have theirs over the last last couple of years. Yeah, and then this is definitely, I mean, it is Russell Wilson versus whoever the Rams quarterback is. Like that, that was the way, like I, that's why it's so hard for me to take the Rams, but the C- the Seahawks just haven't been good recently. Like even last week against the the Niners, who like have you know they stopped playing like two or three weeks ago, and it still was a like Seattle had to kind of pull it out late in that game. Seattle has kind of changed their like their uh, completely changed their offense too. It's gone from being a predominantly like passing offense in the beginning of the year, and they've gave up a lot of points uh, on defense, and they kind of switched to heavy run dominant and let kind of Wilson do what he's done his whole career, which is you know, throw when they need it and make plays when he needs to, but not, you know, throw the ball like 30 plus times. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm assuming the over-under in this game is uh, pretty low. So, I mean, they're expecting it to be a pretty run-heavy uh, defense, defensive dominant kind of game. So, we'll yeah, I expect it. that favors the Rams because they do have a better defense. I expect it to be an ugly game too. Like, you know, probably maybe less than like 35, 36 points. But I mean, the, the, the Seahawks did just beat the Rams. I mean, what was that like two weeks ago, 20 to nine and like, which is a pretty ugly game. So, I mean, I think the Seahawks can do it both ways, high scoring or in an ugly, ugly game. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough, tough game for the Rams. Over under 42, by the way, pretty low. I might take the under there. I'd feel way more comfortable do like betting on that than that. Spread. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I, I think it's going to be I – don't, I don't see any, any team really scoring over 20, or at least 24. It also is kind of weird. Do you guys think it's weird that even with all this uncertainty around the Rams quarterback situation, it's still just a three-point line? I guess, I guess home field doesn't matter anymore, but still it seems kind of – Well, I think, I think they know Jared Goff can play. I mean, I think yeah, – I think Vegas Goff's always knows yeah, first, honestly. If you're Jared Goff, you got to play, man. If he, there's any chance that you can play, you got to play. And I think if he doesn't play, I think it reflects badly on him. And uh, I think what's ultimately going to happen is uh, Jared Goff's going to start, and then they're going to see how well he can play. And if, he, if his thumb's really bothering him or, you know, if he gets off to a poor start and he uses it as an excuse, which is a possibility, then they'll just bring in Wolford and just say he wasn't – he was affecting his throwing accuracy. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go the night game. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Washington. Just this is this is where Tom Brady finds himself the first year after leaving the Patriots. But Tampa Bay is favored by eight points on the road, which I keep for, I have to remind myself that it's in Washington. Um, wh- what are you guys taking in this one? I can't believe this got prime time. Yeah, evening, man. and the Bills. Yeah, have- how, do, how do you not give the Colts, Bills, or Seahawks, Rams? Yeah. It makes no sense to me. I guess it's the Tom Brady effect, but um, Tom Brady. Effect. I think it is what it is, right? Like, I can't wait till like, I got retires. But um, anyway, obviously, you know, the Bucks should probably win this game. You know, I don't. The Washington, they have nothing on offense as good as their defense has been at times, and that defensive line is legit. Um, they just have nothing going offensively. Alex Smith. Great story. I'm really happy for him. That's fucking fantastic and all, but he just he's not the guy, man. He was a game manager already who could sometimes make plays with his legs, and now he's a game manager who can't do anything else besides manage. So yeah, I like the Bucks here. This is to me the easiest game of the week. And it shouldn't it shouldn't be hard. But I respect Chase Young, you know, and him saying he's gonna go after Tom Brady and maybe he gets his sack or whatnot, but at the end of the day, this is probably gonna be a blowout. Yeah, I mean I kinda completely agree with what White has to say there. Um 
Alex Smith, you know, yeah, it's a good story and all, but he can barely move in the pocket. He's already coming off of a, a, a calf injury because they had to remove part of his calf to fix his, 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 leg, his other leg when he had that gruesome injury. Um, so uh, he can't really move that well. And the uh, Bucks have a great defensive line. They get after the quarterback. So I, feel, I see he's going to be extremely limited. He's going to struggle. And um, Tom Brady, you know, yeah, Washington has a great defense and they have a great front seven, but Tom Brady gets the ball out really quick. That's what he's, you know, that's what he's made a whole career after. So I feel like he's going to continue to do that, limit the pass rush. Um, and, and yeah, Tampa Bay is just a way more uh, stacked team and a better team. So yeah, I, I see uh, Tampa Bay minus eight here. What do you think? Yeah, I got, I got Tampa Bay also. I was, I had a little more trouble with this one than the new Wyatt just because just because the the Bucks have been so bad in all their you know like the primetime games they had this season and like we mentioned at the at the beginning this is the primetime game but Washington just is not good like yeah I mean they barely beat that Eagles like the Eagles had to tank in the middle of a game and a game that they had no reason to even try to win when Washington it was a must win for them they still barely won that game and yeah, Tom Brady just—he's—I don't know—he's not like I, I'm not out on him yet. I, you know, even though he's super old, just he should be able to win this. The eight points is a little—I wish it was seven, but I mean, I don't think we have to worry about the the Washington football team and on like a backdoor cover because I like no, their offense. Is no, I was about to say the same thing. I think, yeah. ranked, I think they're ranked like like the bottom three or four in the league as far right. as offense productivity. Like, yeah, they have a great defense, but I feel like Tom's just going to take that away with his quick slants. And he's got a B too. Like, they, yeah. they, you know what I mean? Like if, if he starts getting pressured and stuff, they'll adjust the game plan. Mm-hmm. And um, they have the wide receivers to beat those, those cornerbacks on those quick routes. So I just don't see, like yeah, everyone wants to talk about like oh like what if what if Chase Young gets a bunch of I just don't I don't see it happening. I mean I could be completely wrong. Maybe Tom's too I don't too old or whatever. But he's kind of proven throughout the season that he's not. He put up pretty, I mean relatively pretty good numbers considering his age. So yeah, definitely. Alex Smith, you know he averages uh, less than five yards per pass attempt, which in the NFL now it's just not going to get it done nowadays. And like Daniel said, I think uh, Tampa Bay's offense kind of in the middle of the season sputtered there for a little bit, but. Uh, they've had a B there for you know several weeks now and they've developed more comfort there and I think this offense is starting to hit its stride they've scored a lot of points these last few weeks so I think Tampa Bay should really uh, steam through them yeah if they had Mike Evans for this game though I mean he might play I guess but he's not going to be that full yeah that would make the pick yeah I think he's listed as questionable right yeah I think he'll play though like David said he just won't be 100 percent so then the uh, early game Sunday, a rematch of from last year's playoffs, Baltimore at Tennessee, and Baltimore's favored on the road by three points. Um, yeah, I like uh, – you know, I was going to say this was the game I was looking forward to most outside of uh, the Bills-Colts. Obviously, the Phillip Rivers factor made me choose that game, but I think this game is really fascinating because there's just a lot on the line uh, as far as Lamar Jackson's career goes. I mean, if he were to lose this game, I wouldn't it wouldn't mean that much to me. Like – but at the same time, he would still be 0-3 in the playoffs, and, you know, people are going to talk about that sort of stuff. Meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill, you know, he got to the AFC Championship last year, but I think in those two uh, combined playoff wins, he threw less than 40 passes. So it's hard to argue that, you know, he had a ton to do with that. I mean, you know, he's there. He's the guy snapping the ball. But at the end of the day, it's like, really, what did you do, bro? So I think this is a fascinating rematch to me. Um, you know, the Ravens have struggled to stop the run at times. And obviously we know Tennessee, uh, that's what they do best is they run the ball because they got a 6'5", 
fucking monster truck of a human being. Um, but at the same time, you know, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, that offense has been better. They ran for almost 400 yards last week. But uh, I just like the Titans controlling the ball here, stopping the run, and uh, kind of shortening this game. And just, uh, I, yeah, I think they win here by a touchdown. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I got – actually, I got Baltimore here. And I do agree with you. I definitely think uh, Henry's going to have a great, a great game. Uh, he's probably going to have over 100-plus yards. But he had that last – their last matchup, and I think Baltimore ended up winning that. Um, so I just feel like Lamar is, he's been playing a lot, he's been playing a lot better lately. Uh, I know in the beginning of the season, he was kind of struggling, but I mean, that's not the case. Last six games, he's been extremely productive uh, and they've been winning and they're kind of rolling. I think they've won what their last four or five games. Um, so they've, they have a lot of momentum heading into the playoffs uh, and you always like that. And uh, I think Lamar has got a lot, lot to prove, you know, Baltimore, that, that team's kind of stick. It's kind of the same team as last year. Uh, except for their, their, their running back spacing on his name, rookie running back. But uh, anyway, so I feel like they have a lot to prove because they, they, you know, they didn't play well at all in the playoffs last year, got eliminated in the first game. So I feel like this is their prove-it game, and I feel like they will. Um, you know, I, gotta, I, I think Henry's an amazing running back. He should definitely get MVP votes, but I just don't think, I, I just don't think he's going to be enough to win the game for the Titans. So yeah, what do you think? I'm going with Baltimore here. Also, again, another tough one. It's kind of weird, right? The you could argue that the two most intriguing games are the two early games. So yeah, whoever made the schedule uh, <laughs> do, do better. better. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just I think I like the Ravens like where they are now compared to where they've been at least last year when they were like the hot team coming into the playoffs. And there's all all the pressure is on them now. It's like even though the line they're favored, but you know, a lot of people are out on them. So I like them more in that position. Their defense is, their defense is good enough. I think to at least, you know, make it tough on Tennessee. Um, but Tennessee's defense is so bad that like, yeah, I think it'll, yeah, it'll make it easy, easy as possible for Lamar. Cause Daniel, you mentioned they, the Ravens have won their last four games. And I think they're, those were all against pretty bad teams, but the Titans have like the third worst defense in the league by, I don't know if it's like DVOA or some metric, but yeah, like the, the Ravens should be able to move the ball. And uh, what's the, yeah, Dobbins, he's a, he's a monster. He had a crazy game last year or last that's week. That's who it was, Dobbins. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the guy I was thinking. And they, they like saved him. You know, he, he didn't really get much play the first half of the season. He's come on recently. So now, and like Mark Ingram hasn't even been like a factor recently. So, yeah. you know, Dobbins can at least, he's not Derrick Henry, but I, I like the Ravens here uh, in the, in the close game, but yeah, the rematch. This is the third time these teams have played, you know, in the past year because they played in week 11 and then obviously in the playoffs last year and Tennessee won both of those. So, you know, it's the cliche in the NFL. It's hard to beat someone three times, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, something to look out for in this game too, though, is uh, obviously the Ravens have Justin Tucker, who's the best in the business and Tennessee on the other side, their kicking is pretty terrible. So Might I mean, the worst in the business. Yeah. Right. It could come down to something like that, which I wouldn't be surprised to see. Yeah. Yeah. So the three points is like, yeah, perfect line. But, uh, okay, the next game is Chicago at New Orleans. I don't know how Chicago's in the playoffs. but uh, <laughs> They are. <laughs> there they are. For biscuits. There they are. For An underdog on the road, a 10-point underdog, right where he wants to be. He thrives. thrives in this. <laughs> where are you guys going on this one? Um, you know, actually, okay, I got the Bears. I got the Bears in the spread, but I got the Saints with the W. Um, you know, last year the Saints kind of obviously that giant letdown versus the Vikings, and I kind of expect a similar showing this year. Um, Drew Brees has just been, you know, he's not the Drew Brees of old, 
he's well he's old is what he is and you know um i think it's shown these past uh, few weeks or, or this whole year in, uh, in general but definitely these past few weeks he just hasn't looked good and so i think that'll keep the game close i think the saints have enough talent on uh, both sides of the ball at the end of the day to win the game but um i think it'll be kept close by drew Brees's lack of ability to really be drew Brees anymore and i think trubisky actually plays a good game yeah i do i have to agree with why like Brees has not been playing well and he looks doesn't look himself but i just feel like i feel like the saints are a much better team and chicago is just i don't know i just don't see them performing that well especially you know being on the road um and saints also have kamara i know he had a big game uh it was last week his six touchdowns that was two, was two, two, yeah. two weeks ago? Okay, never mind. Well, anyways, uh, I, I, he said he tweeted out that he was in a play Sunday. I know he was questionable as far as, like, potential, uh, not, potentially not playing, but he tweeted out he was in a play Sunday. So he's going to be there. So regardless of Drew Brees, I still feel like even with the limited Drew Brees, this team is, is so much superior that they're going to win by, by more than 10. Um, and Trubisky, I don't, I don't see him being this, you know, this successful playoff QB um yeah he's had a nice couple games uh coming in but I feel like that's just because you know maybe people weren't expecting it and I feel like with the pressure on it's completely different especially in the playoffs um so yeah I just, I just don't see them performing that well and I got I got the Saints minus 10 here what do you think David I mean based on my past uh history this season you guys should have already known <laughs> I'm going with biscuits right here in this uh, <laughs> um don't feel good about it at all but yeah, 10 points is a lot. Like, even we've brought it up, like, all, you know, basically every week we've done picks. We're always kind of worried about those high lines, and they've screwed us a couple times. And now in the playoffs, I just think the Bears' defense is good enough to keep it relatively close. And then, like, why, like you said, Breeze just isn't what he used to be. So, you know, I don't see him putting up crazy numbers. So, okay, so the one thing that is a little scary, which sucks that we have to pick with this still up in the air, but Roquan Smith, who's like, you know, one of the best linebackers in the league. He's super questionable. Like it's like no one really knows. It could go either way. And he would obviously be the guy who would have to kind of, you know, match up with Kamara coming out of the backfield and all that. So if he doesn't play that, that really helps the Saints out. But yeah, I don't know. Trubisky was terrible last week. So that's, that's where I like to bet on him is the week following a terrible game. Cause then the Saints, you know, the Saints defense is like, ah, this guy sucks. Like, this should be an easy win. And then he comes out and throws three tubs in the first half. And it's like, who is this guy? And then I don't think the saints, or I I think the saints win for sure. I'm with you wide. I don't, I'm not that crazy. I'm not saying Chicago's (laughs) going to win, but I'd like to see it though. Fuck it, man. You know, Drew Brees, (laughs) even though he's going to be limited, he is going to finally have a a healthy wide receiver core, which I think he hasn't had all season or maybe limited throughout the season as far as, uh, Michael Thomas being out and him being out and Emmanuel Sanders being limited as well throughout the season. So um, he is going to have Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas. So they can just throw those four yard, five yard slants that uh, gave Michael Thomas the receiving records. But uh, so, yeah, I feel like regardless, he can, he can do that. Yeah. Regardless of how healthy he is, he's, he's going to be able to do those passes. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. It's like, I think I'm banking on the fact that he'll be good enough to, to win the game and you know and just do enough but not like like not it's not gonna be like what happened against the the bucks when you know, they were up by like 28 points after like right. what seemed like five minutes and the saints just remember how it used to be like the saints at home never lost and now i think is it their last two home playoff games in a row they've lost because last year was one i'm pretty sure the year before the that also yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, they've had some unlucky uh, situations happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I would call losing to Kirk Cousins unlucky. That's for sure. And Trubisky is kind of him and Kirk Cousins. Like, if you know, if you squint, they kind of are the same player. So, we've seen it happen before recently. Um, okay, final game: Cleveland at Pittsburgh. A game we li- literally just saw last week. Even though Pittsburgh will have all their starters this week. Uh, Pittsburgh's only favored by six. And I say only because have you guys seen all the COVID stuff that is hitting Cleveland right now? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Very Browns-esque. <laughs> um, yeah. Where do, why are, who are you going with here? Um, I got to go with the Steelers. I mean, a deep part of me really wanted to pick the Browns for this game, but you know, there's just too many, too many COVID uh, inactives for this game. I mean, you don't have your own head coach. It's, it's hard to like really, equate how much that's going to bother your team but i think it'll have a big impact i just think yeah it's it's going to be tough man the 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 browns they haven't won in pittsburgh in a really long time uh the pittsburgh steelers they're going to be motivated after losing last week with their backup so this is just an uphill battle unfortunately for the browns with all this covid shit and just the reality of this kind of season so i think the steelers i like them in the spread and in the game here uh, yeah, I have to completely kind of agree with that. I feel like without uh, Steven Stefanski, uh, the head coach, he, he calls the offensive plays as well. You know, some head coaches don't call the offensive plays, and he does. So that's going to be a big impact. And, uh, yeah, I just I, I feel like Pittsburgh is just a, a lot better team here, and Browns have been limited. Their their practice facility has been closed all week. Um, so, yeah, like why I mentioned with those COVID outbreaks, I just – I don't know. I just – feel like they're going to be limited. They're not going to be their full strength. And even at full strength, I still see uh, Pittsburgh being a better team. So uh, being that they're limited, I, I like Pittsburgh minus six here. What do you think? Yeah, here? same here. So we're all going Pittsburgh. And not, yeah, I was, I was, I wanted to take the Browns at a certain point too, just because it was like Pittsburgh has not looked good all year, even when they were what 11 and 0. Um, but at a certain point, it's just like, how many losses can you take? Especially, yeah, when your coach is out, like we've never, we've seen, teams not have you know like good players because of covid but now missing a coach who like daniel you said calls the plays and he's probably the coach of the year right like they're he should be i think so yeah they're missing the coach of the year and apparently i don't know this is just i heard this uh someone from nfl network was saying that he's not allowed to have any contact with anyone else on the coaching staff or players on sunday right so you can't Skype in or anything like that. Yeah, which is, yeah. Wait, why I, not? That makes no sense. Like, I yeah, he was it's just like he's like, suspended or something. Yeah, it it's like, make make you think he, he's going to give COVID to the players through Skype? I don't. Well, I guess like the thing is maybe he has an unfair advantage if he's at home or something and he's relaying some sort of information. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. I guess. Oh, maybe like based yeah. off the broadcast, like they show right. something that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But that's funny in itself is that like the NFL really thinks that these head coaches need the the national broadcast to be like oh that's in, that's something i didn't see on film this week right. wait i don't get why they could just isolate him in his yeah. own private box at the arena <laughs> what if they just had him in a glass box on the side like a bubble no, just but around. the thing about this if he like if he had his own separate entrance right own separate entrance yeah. and he just walked into it like they could they could make that happen no, they, his they own could, private they box could on the it. other side of the like but it's just they would isolate have him have no one within yeah. like 
I don't know. I'm well, then you set the precedent. You have to do it for everybody. Feet. You know what I mean? And you can't. Yeah. Yeah, so. I guess so. But no, I think. And it's also the Browns. So who cares? Right. <laughs> like, just, oh, the Browns don't have their coach. Fuck it. Yeah. If like, this was well, like the Packers or something, we'd make him. We make him a bubble. You know. But. Yeah. It's like what happened with the Broncos when all their quarterbacks were positive, and they're like, "So are you going to move our game?" Like you did for the Ravens. And they're like, right. oh, yeah. Like okay, if it's Sean Payton, dude, he shut up the bubble. Like Wyatt said, he shut. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's yeah. there's something that's going to be. But yeah, this is just too perfect for the Browns. Like they have their best season in our. Yeah lifetimes and plus you know plus some change and it's just like what could happen to the browns in the playoffs like (laughs) oh they lose their coach and like on top of the coach there is a lot i mean they're missing i forget offensive or whatever yeah like their best offensive lineman uh olivier vernon like it's not just the coach it's also a bunch of players and then i also saw the story after the game last week uh richard higgins and some other player i think they're their rookie offensive lineman got cited for drag racing out like oh, really? outside the facility after practice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so it's just like, all right, this is the Browns, you know, they're finally the Browns again. Good season. <laughs> but this is more, I remember this stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, the world is starting to get back to normal. So it kind of makes sense, you know, a little bit. <laughs> and they'll probably fire Stefanski right. after this, you know, right. just like, he didn't win his playoff game. Well, no, we'll find out. He went to celebrate at the strip club after the the Browns went to the playoffs, and this shit happens, man. Yep, and everything is right in the world. Yeah, <laughs> but all right, let's recap. Uh, yeah, so why you start, and then yeah, I think I got the I got the I got the Bills, I got the Bills, I got the Saints, I got the Bucks, um, I got the Titans. That I don't have it written down. Yeah, the Seahawks, Seahawks, and the Steelers, <laughs> and the Steelers. Thank you. Yep, Daniel, who do you got? Uh, I got I got Bills minus six and a half, uh, Rams plus three, Tampa Bay minus eight, uh, I think Baltimore minus three, Pittsburgh minus six, and Saints minus ten. I got Buffalo, the Rams, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Chicago, Pittsburgh. We get nice. a standing. Oh, what do we? Standings yeah, yeah. Up? What is the? I think we all went five hundred, but uh, I think I, I went two and three last week for sure. So yeah, why you went two and three, and then Daniel, we both went three and two. So yes. Daniel, you finished fourteen, thirteen, and three. I was hey. at fifteen, thirteen, and two, and then Wyatt twelve and thirteen. But that's with my miss week. Is that? Yeah. Is that okay. That's why you're at. Yeah. So I mean, we could say you're twelve and eighteen, but <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Or we could say you know I'm sixteen and thirteen, but whatever. Either way. You just get four, right? Yeah. <laughs> just have the <laughs> week of your life just yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> That's what Daniel and I were joking about that. We're like, if you text us, you know, like Sunday afternoon, you're like, oh, by the way, these were, my, these would have been my picks. And it's like, oh, no, trust me. I thought about it. because <laughs> Those games already happened and they were all yeah, yeah. weird. Now, on the real, I, uh, I won my dad's uh, work pool that week. I mean, just straight pick them games. So I was, I was going to try to like, you know, finagle like that. <laughs> Send a picture as proof or something. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> We'll check back in after this week and then we'll keep this going. So should we, do you think I should just add the records that we have like for the playoffs to the regular season records or should we? Yeah. Why not? Uh, that way I can win still. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm on top right now. So I hey, that's pretty good, dude. The go like we all went like, I mean, I know why it was one below 500, but he missed the week. Like that's no, yeah, that's like, solid, dude. And that's with, like, that's where we have to pick, you know, like we were always saying how we would struggle to get to five, pick some weeks yeah like you have to pick five like yeah you know what 
the inside the NFL guys on Showtime, I don't know if you guys know that show, but they, they pick every game spread and they're, they're all like way under 500. So no, it's really, it's, wow. So yeah, we can pat ourselves on the back for that, and let's not let's not jinx it though for the playoffs. Now we're gonna go. I'm pretty confident in the pick, honestly. Like I feel like I mean, we were kind of all in similar, except for like the Saints. I mean the the Rams game and the Saints game. But mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like yeah, dude, I feel like that Bills game is no, should be. Yeah. I mean, well, it's because you're a Philip Rivers hater, man. <laughs> dude, I just no, I'm not a homer like you. So if you're not a <laughs> no, homer, dude, I'm not a homer. Bro, dude, if not, he, I, I, you can't say he doesn't like. He can't dude, say he looks smooth. Like he did. I, I, I like said he. Like, did, I said he looked like an old man out there. He does. Yeah. No, but don't you think? Right, really, but like I, honestly, be honest. Don't you think? I picked the Bills. Cold, I know, but I'm saying, like, playing in the cold. You don't think that's gonna affect his like his performance? I feel like it, I honestly, I don't think playing in the cold will affect his performance. Okay. Like I said, he's. I just. I when it's colder out, dude, you don't. I move mean, dude, he's like, a fucking. He's a. Like, he's like an 18 year old vet, dude. He's been in the league a minute. Like he's played yeah. in the cold a couple times. I'm not worried about it. Um, but I do think. I mean, he's an old man. He's not. He's not an elite <laughs> quarterback at this point. I get that, but I want to see him succeed. That's it. Yeah, dude, they could. I, if Jonathan Taylor goes off, you, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. Like if they, like, right, or if Josh Allen reverts. You know? Yeah, there's definitely like a not unrealistic scenario where I could see the Colts winning and, yeah, right. Josh Allen just being like, just making stupid ass plays the whole game. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy how much better he's played this year than last year. Like, all those stupid mistakes, like, not all of them, but like, dude, he's eliminated like the yeah. big ones at least. A like, lot crazy. of like, yeah. I also think it shows it goes to show like when you get an elite wide receiver, what that could actually do for your team. Yeah, how much yeah, that helps. One hundred percent. Plus, I mean, and it's not like his other receivers are scrubs, you know. Like, and when you have a head coach too, like it's McDermott, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's an awesome head coach. Like, too. dude, when you got a good head coach that knows how to scheme towards your, you know, like what you're good at and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. All right. Like well, uh, all right. We'll wrap up the episode there. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ball Till You Fall podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed the episode, please like, rate, subscribe, follow, download, all the above. Uh, Honestly, we're going to keep releasing episodes even if you guys don't do any of the above, but it'll just make us feel better about ourselves if we see that people are listening and, you know, downloading and basically just enjoying the episodes. So be a nice person today. Uh, Please spread the word. Uh, The world needs more nice people out there. So just search Ball Till You Fall podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or basically just anywhere that you listen to podcasts out there. Again, we really appreciate the support and we'll talk to you next episode.